Hello, beautiful rebel. It is Sam Goldsmith here, and welcome to Her Great Rebellion, the podcast. This is the podcast that delivers the strategy and woo that results in radical self acceptance, radical trust in yourself, and radical trust in the universe. Through thought work, sacred medicine, and radical rebellion, we remember who we really are. So let's connect and breathe together for a few moments, like we do each and every week. If you're able to, closing down your eyes, if you're in your car or you're out walking, just gently begin to breathe in through your nose and out through a slightly open mouth, allowing your breathing to be easy, to follow a natural rhythm, noticing that some breaths might be shallow and some are deep, that's okay. Understanding that as we do this, our whole body, our whole energy system is recalibrating itself to ease. In through the nose and out through the mouth. Remembering that as we breathe together and we, when we meet, this is an entry point to a sacred dimension. It's a moment for us to recognize and remember ourselves as sacred and to open up sacred listening, sacred hearing, sacred feeling and sacred understanding within us. As you gently breathe now, connect to your heart. Feel the energy around the front and the back of your physical heart. Breathe here for a moment in and out. And now give your heart permission to travel up to the mind and to gently quieten it down. Allow now that quietness to move over the top of your physical head and run down the length of your entire body, coating it in a layer of calm. And as we continue to gently breathe, allow yourself to sense a divine being underneath this layer of calm. Breathing here, give this divine being permission to hear, interpret, process and feel anything and everything in the perfect way for your highest good. Okay, so welcome to today's episode. Today I want to talk to you about experiencing outweighing qualifications, experiencing outweighing fact. So the reason that I want to talk to you about this is because it's a massive barrier that comes up for so many women that I work with and it's a massive barrier that I've struggled with for my whole life. Um, what it is is a fear or a limitation in the mind that makes us think that we need to have more skills or more qualifications or more certificates or more something before we can get about doing the thing that we really want to do. Now, there's a caveat to this. If you are talking about um, you know, going for a surgery and going to a surgeon, of course, the surgeon has to have qualifications and uh, all the appropriate certifications in place to have studied and know how to do that job. I'm definitely not saying that anybody can just go off at the drop of a hat and do whatever they want. But what I'm talking about is this very sneaky, insidious mindset that creeps in 
and tries to take us out of our goals and intentions by leading us to believe that we need to do more or be more in order to get about doing the thing that it is we want to do or bring forth into the planet. Now, for me, I've always been plagued by this inner voice that says, I need more qualifications, I need more certificates. And uh, it was, it's taken me many, many, many years to get to um, the point that I'm going to share with you today. But I remember even being in a workshop with Dr. John Martini about, oh, goodness, eight, nine years ago. And he was talking about a concept similar to this uh, when he was coaching somebody. And he ended up almost shouting at this woman in the crowd, you do not need another certificate. And at the time, I felt like he was shouting it at me because it was the exact thought process that was running through my own mind. And um, for those of you who know me, you know, I actually have a lot of certificates. And I don't say that to, um, to be impressive because it's actually one of my um, joys in life is learning. And so I love doing courses, not for the sake of the certificate, but because I'm a natural um, investigator and I absolutely love researching and learning and discovering. And so I'm doing that pretty much all day, every day, whether I'm in a course or not. But I always had this underlying thing of, I can't implement that because I need another program or I can't implement that. I need another certificate. Oh, I better not do that because I'm not really qualified in that modality and I better not talk about it because I'm not qualified in it and all those kinds of thoughts that were actually just little insidious uh, lies and tricks that were being created by that particular ego to try and take me out of my goal or out of my desire of creation. So that's what I want to talk to you about today. It is about experience outweighing fact. And I want to tell you about why that's important. First of all, I also want to share a story with you that I recently heard from a fabulous mentor um, who's a very highly accomplished woman. She um, makes tens of millions of dollars per year, each and every year through her programs. She's a transformational coach and she has all of the um, coaching and business chops that you could possibly imagine. But she told a story about how a particular woman targeted her on social media and um, spoke about her not having qualifications or what her coaching qualifications were. And it was very interesting to listen to because she was a very highly accomplished person. She had um, a tremendous amount of high profile clientele. She had huge followings on Facebook and Instagram and all the things. But this one person who was really deciding to target in on her and uh, have a go at her about her qualifications kind of um, threw her off kilter. And I thought that in and of itself was a good thing for us to just bring to our mind's eye because it doesn't really matter how uh, experienced we are. We still all have this human humanness. And that means that when somebody you know, when a hundred people are supporting us, that's fine. But when one person makes a little niggly comment, that will be the thing that we focus in on. Um, and we might think that at the beginning of our 
business or at the beginning of our growth that that's just about us and our inexperience or our insecurity, but it's actually not. It's just a, a nature of being human that we're always going to gravitate towards the little niggly negative remark rather than focusing on the hundreds and hundreds of fabulous ones. But anyway, this lady was um, talking about this particular woman saying that she, what were her qualifications, what were her um her certificates to make her qualified to do this coaching work and the really interesting thing was through the whole discussion it actually came back to her her admitting or acknowledging to the lady yes you're right I don't actually have any qualifications you won good on you go on with your life but here is what I class as my qualifications. My qualifications are the results that my clients have achieved. And those results are exponential and numerous and, you know, all the testimonials and all that sort of stuff. So I just loved that story because, again, it's not saying that you can just go off and do anything without any, um, any background or any um, safety things in place if that's necessary um, and you know one thing that coaches often do is um, questionnaires where they don't work with people who have got um, you know serious untreated mental health conditions or something where it might be um, not advantageous for them to be doing mindset exploration and so forth I'm not talking about any of that but the results actually outweighed the need for people to see this woman with qualifications. And I myself can look at this woman and say, would I work with her? Yes, I would. I personally don't care whether she has qualifications or not because when I would go to work with her, if I was going to employ her, I'm going to be looking for the results and the things that I can get from working with her. So the experience that is being that she's created through her work and the results that she's created through her work actually far outweigh the fact of her not having the qualification in order to to run that business. So, what I want to um, to ask you is. Where do you see this coming up in your own life? Now, is it around questions where you think? I can't apply for that job because I need X, Y, and Z to be in place before I do it. Or I better not go for that because I don't have the entire skill set that is needed. Or I better not talk about this particular element that's helped me from a book because I'm not qualified in the area. Where is it in your own life that this little niggling ego voice comes up that you need more skills, you need more qualifications, you need more of something else in order for you to be able to go about what it is you want to do. And actually, it's not just to do with business. This can come up um, in, in a lot of ways. Like even if you think of being in conversation with friends, maybe you know something that is um, helpful or that could be helpful when to add to the discussion could help somebody but you have that little barrier a little voice in the back of your head that says oh better not say that because who am I to say that I'm not qualified to say that what do I know that's the same kind of um, manifestation of this ego that can present in this way so where are you telling yourself that you need to 
be more or have more in order to contribute or to do what it is you want to do. And then secondly, what have you actually done and what have you actually experienced in your own life that outweighs fact? So think about a time that you have um, done something that has defied a normal process or you have um, done something like being in a meditation or some kind of group work or a program or personal development and a moment of insight has flashed through your mind or you've had an experience run through your energy body, something like that where you've had a tangible feeling that a transformative action has occurred that's not related to fact. Don't let your mind get too crazy about it because I'm sure there's heaps of times um, that that's happened. Sometimes it can even just be reading a book and you like have this aha moment and you suddenly have a big insight into something in your life just from reading this little bit of a book or listening to a little bit of a podcast or um, a little bit of a documentary on TV or something. And in that moment, something makes sense to you and it's actually experiential. It's based on your experience, your connection to your inner knowing, not on facts or figures that have been given to you by a particular person or a particular framework with some sort of qualification. That is how we have the experience that experiential outweighs fact or qualification. And so there's a few ways that we can apply this to improving the quality of our lives. One is generally when we have that connection to inner knowing, to experiential knowing, generally we just feel better within ourselves and we feel happier. Um, and I mentioned in my book uh, about um, it's in a different context, but it's relevant here where um, it's the internal knowing is something like if you're a vegetarian and you don't um, eat meat, just because everybody in your society says you should eat meat and they eat it, it doesn't make you decide to go along with it and eat it anyway. You still actually have an inner knowing within yourself that you don't want to eat meat and that's not swayed by any of the external social conditioning around it. In the book, I give other examples of this in a different context, but, you know, if you live in a society where um, it's okay to smack your children, for example, um, and everybody else smacks their children, but you hold a very strong inner belief and resolve that you don't smack your children, you wouldn't just start smacking your children because you live in a society that treats that as normal. So the connection is to this inner knowing part of you that actually has very staunch resilience to the um, impressions or the good opinions of others. So that's the experiential part that really where the knowing lives. So if you connect to that, you're generally more happy within yourself and more fulfilled in your life. The second thing is if you're, um, if you're in business and you're selling something or you're um, talking about your products, you can use this same type of methodology or philosophy by allowing yourself the grace of not needing to be an expert and not needing to know every little answer and every little detail that 
might come up from the people that you're selling to and you can just relax back into what have you actually done with this product? What have you experienced through using this service or this product? And when you share from that space, you don't need to know everything. You don't need to have qualifications. You don't need to have facts and figures because you're sharing from a space of inner knowing and experience with a desire to articulate that to somebody else. So that's where it's helpful if you're, if you're selling a product or a service. Now, if you're leading people, firstly, you're leading yourself. So, you know, that's important to remember first and foremost. But if you're leading teams or you're leading people in your workplace, you're a manager, you're a representative, um, you know, you're a lead in some sort of thing at work, um, this still applies. So instead of feeling fearful that somebody's going to ask you the question that's going to catch you out and prove that you don't know every little thing that you could ever know in the world or that um, somebody's going to identify a weakness that you've been hiding from everybody your whole life. Instead of succumbing to those kind of um, thought patterns, you can just reflect back on whatever it is that you're trying to um, initiate movement through your leadership. What have you done? What was your experience of it? How did it feel? How can I articulate that to them? How can I actually get them to have that experiential shift rather than trying to um, beat people into submission with facts and figures? It's a very powerful transformational leadership um, practice. So uh, the other thing I was going to say is that um, I said at the beginning, you know, there's a caveat. Sometimes you need qualifications, of course. Um, you know, if you're hiring these um, practitioners and certainly I don't think anybody should be setting themselves up as a practitioner without the appropriate qualification for whatever it is they're doing. But um, when I go to doctors, and I, you might have had this experience as well, if you have, please um, tell me, go to Facebook and or Instagram and tell me about it. But I have this experience, I've had it frequently, where I've gone to doctors or um, surgeons that are going to do surgeries for me and immediately, almost instantaneously, I either like and trust that person or I don't. And if I don't, there's absolutely no way that they're going to, if I don't have that feeling, they're going. there's no way that I'm going to allow them to operate on me. Now, when I go to the doctor, for example, I'm not going there because I like him as a friend. When I say I like him, I mean I like his energy. I like the um, safety or the container that's created by his energy. So he could actually be, and I'm just saying he, um, I'm not trying to use that pronoun specifically. So he, she, they, whoever, um, they could say, they could be the most highly qualified, amazing person. But if I don't have that energy feeling of safety with them, then I am not going to let them operate on me. Alternatively, they might be the most horrific personality that I've ever met and have absolutely no bedside manner and no, um, no personal connection. But I have this intuitive feeling of safety um, and uh, security with them. That is my inner knowing and that's what I trust when I decide who's going to do those things for me. So 
even in the space of somebody having, absolutely having, requiring and needing those qualifications to perform that skill, they're still a part of our um, our um, esoteric self that can play a role in how and why we choose particular things. Okay, so the take-home message is you do not need to be more and you do not have to do anything more to prove yourself before you go and make a start at doing whatever it is you want to do. So whether that's um, starting a business, starting a blog, uh, starting a course, getting a new job, going and doing a program for the first time, inviting yourself into another circle of friends, going to a holiday by yourself, going anywhere. You do not have to do or have anything more before you step into starting to follow your your dreams and your desires. You do not have to have backup qualifications, certificates, permission slips, any of that sort of stuff. There are things that you can do right now that are based on experience and experience experiential outweighs fact what is it that you've done what have you experienced and how can you create that experience for people or through the product service or thing that you're wanting to do okay I hope that's helpful guys it's really been a stickler um, for me over the years and something that I have to remind myself about Uh, a lot like even if I find something in a book that's been really powerful I will generally just share it with people especially in my private groups on Facebook but sometimes I still have that voice where you know it says oh that's a psychological concept should you be talking about that and you know I'm not actually touting myself as a psychologist I'm not presenting myself in that way so that egoic voice is just a barrier for me being the full expression of myself in this world. So hope that's helpful. Anyway, if you've enjoyed this or any other episode, um, please don't forget to hit subscribe so that you'll get a notification when a new episode comes out each week. Um, If you enjoy it, please rate it and leave a review. That really helps me to share the podcast with um, more people. If you know somebody who could benefit from any of the content, please share it with them. Also, it's also up on my social media on Facebook and Instagram, so you can tag and share it with your friends there. If you haven't already done so, uh, jump over to my website, www.samanthagoldsmith.com and download my free self-doubt eraser meditation there. And uh, you can also see lots of other awesome stuff on my website about uh, my book, her uh, great rebellion the radical act of remembering who you really are and uh, what is really exciting that's coming up in the next couple of weeks is the foundation program uh, companion to that book which is called rebel life boot camp the training ground of the sacred rebel there's information on the website about that but I'm going to share more with you over the the coming few weeks because we're going to have a really exciting um, live round of that in March which will be um, as with six bonus live coaching calls okay so um, that's it I hope you have a beautiful week and uh, check out the website get yourself the meditation download it uh, and feel free to jump on any of the social networks and 
join the community and the Rebel Life Bootcamp where you will have lifetime access to materials and the community that will support this sacred container moving forward. Until then, everybody, sit deep, live radically and do you, my sovereign sister. Thank you.